Hey, what's up, guys? This is Myla Rayford, and you're listening to my Living Bipolar podcast channel. And this is a Myla Rayford experience, if you didn't know already. I'm your host, Myla Rayford, and that's spelled M-Y-L-A-R-A-Y-F-O-R-D. If you were to look me up on YouTube, Instagram, it's at MissLeoDiva85, same with Twitter at Miss Leo Diva 85 as well. If you were trying to get in contact with me on social media, Facebook is the same thing. Facebook is Myla Rayford. Okay, so let's get right on into it. I wanted to talk about being bipolar and being in relationships because that seems to be a very big problem in the bipolar community. Okay, why do men act? A certain type of way when you say you're bipolar why does anyone act a certain type of way when you say you're bipolar most people again have the stigma that being bipolar means you have a crazy death sentence no what it's not the clinical definition of insane all that it is is a mood disorder you go from one mood to the next rapidly that's all that being bipolar is they give you medicine for it and you go about your life now some of the medicine isn't too nice it makes you too sleepy where you can't work but other than that there is pretty good chance that you're going to live a normal life now with that being said I think people just have a stigma of that. That That's all that they think about. They think, hey, well, she's bipolar, so I'm not going to talk to her because I just, I just know that she's certifiably insane, so I will not talk to her. And, of course, men still lie. They'll go, oh, that, that's really sad. Oh, well, my aunt was bipolar. Oh, well, my mom was bipolar. Or my cousin twice removed was bipolar. But once they get what they want, guess what? A dog is always going to be a dog. They're nowhere around when you need them the most. They make you feel like, oh, you're the best thing in the world. But then guess what happens? They're on to the next one. And that's normally how that happens even with people who do not have mental illness. So, I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And, you know, men act one way and then act another kind of way. That just goes on what we were already saying. They flip-flop. You think that us as women flip-flop. We as women really don't flip-flop. It's more so of the men. The men flip-flop more. It's like, oh, well, I can understand a woman having premenstrual syndrome. I can understand a woman being on her cycle. I can understand a woman having a bad day. Our bodies change like 500 different temperatures a day. I can understand being moody. We have all that going on beyond some of us having mental illness. Just to let you guys know. And those are proven facts that you can actually Google and look up. So here's my thing. If women have all of this going on then why do men want to act one way and then act another we can obviously do it in the same manner and do it better since we have way more going on it's just like if you're going to be truthful be truthful like i always tell my male friends why lie to a woman if you're only looking to have sex it would be better off to say hey i'm only looking to have sex if you're 
down with that then hey if not then let's move on to the next so we're not wasting each other's time instead of going through all of the rigmarole all of the shenanigans to find out that that person was only interested in sex and then you've wasted everyone's time and that is just too annoying because i know as a regular normal citizen i don't like my time to be wasted so i could definitely understand if another female's time was wasted and then okay being bipolar changes it can change everything why do men use it to make you feel like you are less of a woman because you have mental illness how you gonna make me feel like I'm less than a woman because I have a mood disorder or something that I can't help because it's genetic yeah it can be environmental but nine times out of ten if you had several family members that had it and they lived in different parts of the country and when I say different parts like some lived on the west coast some lived on the east coast some lived in the midwest some lived down south some lived like, like back east midwest wherever you're more than likely going to have it so how are you going to treat someone a different kind of way just because they have a mental illness and that's what i don't understand about men period they'll treat you different if you're dark-skinned it's like i have long beautiful hair my hair is past the middle of my back straight when my hair is curly it's to my shoulders there's nothing i can do about that that's just the way that my hair is I do like to wear a good curly weave and I love for it to be long and hey that's just the way the cookie crumbles with that but why is it that you have to be made even in our society long straight hair is the best so you need to get Peruvian or Malaysian or Belasian hair to feel good about yourself you should straighten your hair so you can feel good about yourself I am not going to make anyone feel better for me being bipolar. I'm not going to coddle anyone for me being bipolar. Period. Point blank. Even my own friends and family members. Well, you're using it. I'm using it as an outlet to be able to let people know, hey, there's life after being diagnosed with bipolar. I have not went off the map. I have not went in my room and sulked and said, I can't do anything because I'm bipolar. It's not that. I mean, I've suffered a traumatic loss this year beyond being diagnosed with bipolar. So I have a lot of different things going on. But beyond that, being bipolar isn't something that anybody, anybody should be treating you different or making you feel like you're less of something just because you have mental illness like you're slow that's just like families i have family members to this day that will treat you like if they knew i had if i was bipolar they would all disown me because that's just the way that they are that's the way that they were brought up that's the way that they will always be there over the age of 60 so of course they are not changing anytime soon okay next topic i don't think we as women or men should have to have a stigma we're more than just our disease and that's going off of what i just said there shouldn't be a stigma we're people 
The only thing that's different is that little chemical receptor in our brain doesn't work properly. If it worked properly, then we'd all be the same. But look at it like this. If we were all normal, then who would be different? If we were all normal, who would be different? And I like to look at it like that every day. Because I wouldn't want to be like anyone else. There would be no point in being like anyone else. I wouldn't want to be like anyone else. I like being just like Myla. Okay, moving on to the next subject. Well, what do you do when it comes time to give out the information of being bipolar? If you feel like it... Is it to the point to where you feel like it's going to be serious or do you do it at the beginning and you know you're not sure what to do about that okay so with that being said that's one of those topics that I guess you just judge that on the point of the relationship if you feel like you shall be talking to this person again I guess you mention it right away but if you feel like you're not going to be talking to this person then why does it matter because as long as you're taking your medicine the way that your doctor is prescribing it to you it shouldn't really matter even though yes people should know hey I'm still gonna have an episode I still may have episodes even on my medicine but like I said if this person you only plan to see for like two weeks or you've given them a good trial run and they just don't seem like they could be a perfect fit then no by all means I wouldn't tell them but definitely if it will be something serious I definitely would go ahead and tell that person hey you know I have bipolar disorder and let me give you a little more information because bipolar isn't what you think it is and if you don't know what it is here again let me give you some more information make sure people are well aware of the disorder because most people think that you're crazy and that's it that's all and that's what I will leave you with that and on to our last topic because I don't want to sit and bore you guys with topic after topic after topic. Okay. Marriage, finances, you know, where do we put that all in perspective? You know, not sure how to address this issue, but much more research is needed. Well, when it comes to relationships like that, you know, when it comes time to, for marriage and everything, finances, you know, when you're, be, when you're bipolar, your significant other, if they are good with finances and don't have a problem, they're more than likely going to have to take over your finances and be your payee and give you enough to where you can live off of and block your account. If by chance you do have a bank account, block your account where you can only get so much out at a time. And once you hit a certain limit, you can't touch your account. And if you need something, you got to come to them, you know, and they make that decision. Not to the point to where they have to take all of their money and put it in their account. You still have your own personal bank account, so you can feel human. So I will say that much. But, um that's the only perspective I have on that because with marriage you know with dating the right person all of that will come in due time each and everything will definitely come in due time so take it slow take it one day at a time and again this is Myla Rayford and you are living bipolar and I'll talk to you later